everybody. Thanks for listening to On the Podcast. This is a short format episode podcast that you can listen to while you're doing your business on the pot. Or it's Tuesday night and you feel like tacos. Taco Tuesday. But you don't realize it's Taco Tuesday (laughs) (laughs) and it's crowded. So you sit down, you panically order your happy hour margarita (laughs) with a floater of sangria. (laughs) Mm, Que bueno. (laughs) You order your chips and your guac. But then the waitress forgets about you for a few minutes. (laughs) So while you're waiting to order some tacos, you hang out, put on an episode of On the Podcast, and kill your time while you're eating some guac and filling your body with some knowledge. Yeah, and let those two guys that are just sitting by themselves on either side of you eavesdropping (laughs) listen and enjoy themselves. I'm Katie. And I'm Liz. Hey, Katie. Hey, Liz. What are we talking about today? Liz, I don't know if you heard about this whole controversy, not controversy, uproar about the nun found in Missouri that, uh, well, I guess let me let me ask you just to start What the heck is a nun that. doing in Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> Nuns are in the entirety of the world, I but this guess. specific nun was in Missouri. Okay. And they found her because they were redoing. So she had died. She had died in May of 2019. This is Sister okay. Wilhelmina Lancaster. Okay. She passed away 2019. Really nothing of note, like uh, with her death. Right. <laughs> but they were uh, redoing the church and they had to move her body. But when the sisters of this church found her, her body was like quote uncorrupted, which mm. meant that she had not decomposed yeah, as she was supposed to. Just like to. perfectly preserved. That's kind of crazy. Which, um, I'm not. I was baptized Catholic, but I'm not. You were? Yeah. What? <laughs> wow, you and me are both going to the same heaven if that's real. <laughs> I'm not claiming to be <laughs> religious in any sort, but Liz, that is one of the things that makes a saint is this uncorruptibility of the body like you do not decay and that's one of the uh, stipulations of being a saint so there was this whole huge uproar in missouri the nuns tried not to like have this come out at all because they're still kind of trying they didn't think she was worthy of sainthood (laughs) (laughs) well no they were still trying to figure out like oh my gosh sister wilhelmina lancaster she's like perfectly preserved Mm. she died almost five years ago and they didn't want it to leak out 2019 2023 yeah so four years ago (laughs) but the five-year thing uh makes sense later on so i'll explain that to you pause so almost died five years ago they tried not to let it leak out, but somehow it leaked and like so many people came to this tiny little church in Missouri to see this nun's body. Yeah. Um, I'll show you a picture really quickly. If you haven't seen the picture of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster. I, <laughs> I have. I saw you scroll she's it up. Like, <laughs> I saw you scroll it up she's later. She's very well preserved. Yeah. So Liz, all of this... Looks like a fresh bod. It looks like a fresh bod. Looks like somebody from Madame Toussaint. Oh, it does. Ooh, it does look like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Liz, all of this led me to researching what leads to somebody becoming a saint. There's like a list of five things that somebody has to do to become, and it doesn't have to be all five of them, but somebody has to do one of these things to become a saint. Interesting. So it's it's the five-year thing. You have to wait at least five years after death for the Vatican to start looking into the potential okay. of this person becoming a saint. Uh, it's like they have to have dedicated their life to the church and, mm-hmm. you know, being heavily involved in the church. There's like evidence of them being like a quote unquote servant of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they have to show a proof of life of a heroic virtue. Okay. Makes sense thus far. There has to be verified miracles, which could be this, like, not decaying piece. (laughs) But um, the most disgusting one, and I feel really bad saying disgusting because it's just very weird, but I'll say disgusting Mm because I can't think of another word, Mm -hmm. uh, was liquefaction. Okay. Like, immediately liquefaction, when I say that, in terms of sainthood, what does that mean to you? Mm, I picture, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And when they open up the chest and (laughs) the Nazis just disintegrate. (laughs) Um, That's kind of what I pictured as well. Um, But there was this one saint, Saint Generis... Um, that his blood, he was martyred around 305 AD and every, almost, almost every year since then, I, they have his blood in like a canister. It's a relic Mm -hmm. in like this little glass container Mm -hmm. and it was solid, but every, almost every year his blood turns liquid. Mm-hmm. You're staring at me like that does not bother you no, at all. No, <laughs> because like I have coconut oil and the same thing happens with coconut oil. Like in the hot months, it turns liquid and then when it gets cold, it, it becomes solid. But there's like this whole He gathering. obviously had like oil in, a lot of oil in his blood. He, he just obviously, ate french fries yeah. all the time. 305 AD, St. Generis was like guy. into the french fries. Yeah, he was not a healthy guy. So much so, his blood was pretty much oil. <laughs> so Liz, uh, the Vatican holds a ceremony, yeah. what I'm going to call a ceremony each year, which is attended by thousands of peoples. And a priest holds up this relic, mm. which has his blood in it. It is a solid when it starts, and then it is a liquid when it finishes. That is just crazy. That It just which, keeps making me think of Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> which to me is like horrifying. It's disgusting and weird, and I hate to say this miracle is disgusting, but it's disgusting. I think it's cool. Liquification. I know, I know. That's crazy. Imagine having to hop from like square to square to potentially your own death just to find the Holy Grail. (laughs) (laughs) 
Step on one wrong square, you're done. <laughs> so we're I guess we're talking about two different things here. No, we're talking about the same thing because if you've ever seen Indiana Jones, you know there's a lot that cannot be Those explained. You cannot be explained. Those were two different Indiana Jones movies. The I know. Nazis I know. And the, I'm aware of that. But there's but both of them. But different. both of them have some very unexplainable circumstances, and we just accepted them. <laughs> <laughs> so, Liz, um, the Catholic Church is claiming that this has never been able to be verified. Yeah. By any sort of scientist. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in 1991, there were a few scientists in Italy. Um, that say this could have been simply dis- or just simply- the Italian diet of olives and cheese <laughs> and meats, all very oily. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't explain the solidity. Yeah, because I'd it's like dry solid. My- I think. Yeah, I don't know. Coconut anyway, oil. so these scientists in Italy uh, are explaining this by um, the theory of. Thickstropy. Mm, Thickstropy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah of course. Thickstropy. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was like, this sounds a lot like Thickstropy. <laughs> so very similar to your explanation of coconut oil turning into a liquid. <laughs> thickstropy is a property of certain gels that cause them to become liquid when handled, but solidified when left undisturbed. Um, the scientists and they, they, the scientists that recreated this used substances only available in the 14th century to create a dark brown substance. Sure. Like what was in the vial. And, and granted, right. nobody has ever been able to actually, actually test sure. that blood. Yeah. Like the Vatican won't allow yeah, it. So sense. they're kind of theorizing here. Yeah. Um, but they thought it was 25 grams of hydrated iron chloride, um, adding 10 grams of calcium carbonate, putting this in a closed bag, and then placing the bag in a dish and allowing it to evaporate, and then stirring in um, sodium chloride, and that should result in the liquid. So I I was going to say, like, like, could this be something that was man-made? And sure, well, but it seems like a lot of work. It seems like a lot of work. Their theory is like somebody in, like when around the time that St. Janarius died, like was to like tricking people and made this liquid. And that's their theory is like, it could be replicated with this. But again, nobody's been able to test this yeah. actual substance. I tried to watch yeah. some videos of it. It's a little unclear, yeah. but I would to like say. to see in person of this blood becoming a liquid from a solid. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I feel like, um, you know, there were a lot of apothecaries back in the day, like in Princess Bride. Where they're just mixing a whole bunch of stuff together to like hope for the best. And I guess when you don't have the internet or anything else to do, you probably are just screwing around trying different mixtures to have fun and trick people with. And you're right? like, ha ha, I'm going to make him a saint. He's uh, yeah. going to like his liquid's going to turn into, or his liquid, his blood's going to turn into liquid yeah. after it's a yeah. solid. He's going to be a saint. <laughs> this guy's going to wake up from eating this pill, but I have to whisper true love at him. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. <laughs> the thing... That I think it reminds me the most of. Did you that do that Indiana experiment? Jones. Besides that, okay. 
Uh, did you do that experiment Ooblick? in Ooblick. the sixth grade? Yeah. Yes, when you had cornstarch nope. and you would add water and it would be solid when you That's called, uh, God, what is that called? It's not viscous. <laughs> it's like, there's a name for it. There's like a, there's like a name for that type of thing that isn't tricksome, tricksonomy, but a type of like, yeah, that type of <laughs> state of being. I can't I remember what it is. I think we might have just solved this mystery miracle. Honestly, shout out to Steve, Steve Spangler, because I think both of us learned that from him. Oh, probably. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Steve. You're still the best. <laughs> So, um, miracle question mark. We're not sure for both of these situations, like the not decomposed nun. And there were a few uh, scientists that came forward with the nuns saying like, it might not be as rare as you think it is, depending on how she was stored for the past few years. Like almost mummification situation. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. Because the truth of the matter is, if you go to this type of length to preserve a body or create this like mystique around blood... Yeah, I think you do. You do deserve sainthood. <laughs> put in some serious effort post mortem. So there you go. I hope this Weird. was I interesting. Like it. I'm into it and not offensive. <laughs> what's that we'll inside? What's that inside my body? Uh, blood. But I don't know if it's solid or liquid. We'll have I to wait five years I to see. I gotta eat some more Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Katie. You're welcome. Okay. Arrivederci. See you next time. Yeah. (laughs) Bye.